What's good, everybody? This is Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and it's me, your host, Benjamin Banks. And I got my co-host, my best friend, my boy, Travi Boy O'Malley the Third Martin. I'm here. I'm back. What's good, baby? How you doing? Back man? like I never left, cause I never did. I'm glad that you're here, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we're doing another episode. This is episode 32. 32 episodes in, bro. 32 episodes in. We start. Uh, it was all a dream. To, it was all a dream. Exactly. I used to read what? I don't know. Bro, I was gonna I'm say kicking you Jump. the Biggie lyric right now. Well, I didn't it know, was all a dream. I, know, I used to read what? I didn't know if we were going to do the actual Biggie lyrics or if we was doing our own thing. Because, you know, sometimes we be putting our twist on stuff. You well, know you could have done that, too. And then it was like, oh, cool. I can't think of a cool. Okay. It was all a dream. I used to read Game Informer magazine. Well, I like, said Shonen Jump. Sh- Shonen Jump. Yeah, you just stole my lines. I don't want to do this anymore. Sure, all right. You well, messed do, up the do, whole thing. We'll do your rewind thing. No. <laughs> nah, because you said that you don't like when I go back in time. No. That's why I didn't drive the DeLorean over the here. The DeLorean. Uh-huh, with them 24 inch boring in the DeLorean. Yeah, bro. Look, bro, we got an exciting episode today. Yes, You've been giddy yes, yes. all week? Yes, man. We had to bring on. We had to bring on. We had to bring on. We had on. to reach out to this we man. We had to reach out to this man. Mr. Christopher Dontrell Piper. Say the whole thing he, again. Like a tribe called Quest. Say the whole thing again. Christopher Dontrell uh, uh, Piper. Say it again for the congregation. I'm not going to say it three times, bro. Two oh, times. We don't want him two, to come out the mirror. Two times is good enough. We don't enough. want him to come out the mirror. He's going to come out of your TV, bro. Mm, that's scary. Hey, that's what happened in the ring. I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, man, it's like, I'm happy that we were able to get Chris to come on and do this with us, man. Well, well like, hold on. This is going to be... I got a question. Okay, what's up? Who is Chris? Who is Chris? Who is Chris? Chris, he is a very talented actor. He is. He's, he's definitely been, that. He's been on a couple of shows. A couple, couple of shows. A couple of shows. He's a talented voice actor. Uh, you know, I first saw, well, heard his voice. I was about to say saw. And you were. I, I first heard his voice And you were in disco. love. This man's voice on Dragon Ball Super, and I was just like, Oh, you knew from that moment, I was like, Oh, snap, you knew from that moment. What did Enzo Amore say? He sounded like a certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. Ah, you can't, you can't. He got the he's born with the swagger, yeah, bro. Make your pockets fatter. He got the magic voice, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He got the magic stick, he got the magic magic voice. voice. I got the magic voice. Christopher Don, Joe Piper. So, so who would be Lil' Kim? I, I, we don't need a Lil' Kim. We got to have Lil' Kim. It's the I remix. Mean, look, bro. P, P. Diddy gave her the boot. He said, we don't need you at the reunion. That is true. So. Nah, but we need Lil' Kim. <laughs> we got to have Lil' Kim. We got to do it for big, bro. Mm. So, yeah, you ready to roll into this episode? Well, let, let, I wanted to. What, what, what else, man? What, what, what else are you trying to do? I, I want to talk about his new anime. Because he did such a phenomenal job in Dragon Ball Super. And, I, you know, when Super comes back, I hope him aside, that character comes back, too. Obviously, he would revive that role. Yeah. But Reprised. I really hope. Reprise. No, no, he revived. Why, why would he, re- he, why would he revive a role? Why would he revive a he's role? He's not reviving he's, the role. He, he's reviving the franchise. Oh, Jesus. Uh there it is, and you can stamp that. But you no, can't. but he's uh he's voicing another an- anime right now that is streaming live on the Funimation app for five ninety nine a month if you want to go and get it. And that is Astra Lost in Space, which you know we'll get into. 
a little bit more later on. But, um, yeah, so it seems like, you know, he's going to be involved in more animes and, you know, we're welcoming him into the nerd community with open arms. And that's how we do it. And that's I'm how we do it, it out out yes, with that's Benjamin right. Banks. Yes. So, yeah, so let's go ahead and roll into this episode. You're a hit from Universe 6, right? That's right. Well, I'm Dispo from the 11th Universe's Pride Troopers. And I'm the guy who's going to overcome that time skip of yours. Yo, what's good, man? Hello, hello. What's up, Chris? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? We doing good, bro. So, before we move along, do we have to pronounce the whole name like a tribe called Quest? Do we say Christopher Dontrell Piper or do we just say Chris? Man, you can say Chris, man. <laughs> you can say Chris, bro. I don't want to put y'all through all that trouble band of saying Christopher Dontrell Piper, man. Just say Chris, dog. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. You just making sure, man, because you know, you know, some people they they like it when you pronounce the whole name. You know, like yeah. a tribe called Quest. You gotta say the full name. Hey man, we appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. For real, for real, man. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, man, no problem, bro. So is this is this your first time being on a podcast? Uh, I believe so, fam. Like this is oh, yeah, nice. this is real nice, man. So I appreciate y'all for having me, man. <laughs> no doubt, bro. But we appreciate you joining us, man. It's like yeah. I was telling Trav, bro. I was watching Dragon Ball Super one night, and I heard I heard you talking this dispo, and I was just like, yo. <laughs> I was like, that dude sounds sweet as hell, man. I was just like, I would love to have him on the podcast. So, me yeah. and Trav, we talked about it, and I appreciate here we it, are man. today. Yeah, so they, basically, um, I'm an actor, dude, and uh, my agent hit me up about doing some work at this place called Ocatron 5000, which is where I recorded um, the DBZ stuff. And um, yeah, when they brought me in, it was just like, hey, Dragon Ball is trying to move into a different direction as far as like vocal quality and aesthetic. And um, we just need you to be you, who you are. And I was just like, okay, that's easy. And so, um, you know, we ran a couple of takes and I did a few voices. And um, the disco voice is the one that they settled on, man, and the one that I settled on. So that's what they went with. <laughs> now, who, who approves that? Like, do you have to... Take a couple takes, send it back and forth, and then go back in and redo it? No, nah, man. It's, it's all in real time, man. It's all on the spot. So, like, you do a few takes, and they'd be like, okay, let's go with that one. And so you just start recording right after that. So who were the other characters that you had their recordings for before? Dude, I was in the booth by myself, like, the whole time, right? So what happens is, like, when you're recording, like, they'll give you playback of the other characters' voices, First, it's in Japanese, so you can see how the Japanese version is. And then they'll give you the American version. And so what happens is they'll give you beeps before you start to record your lines or say your lines. So you'll hear the other people's voices, but then the beeps will come in and then you'll just record your voice, record your dialogue after their, uh, after their dialogue ends. Yeah, but that's cool because a lot of uh you know people in the nerd community don't know like the behind the scenes stuff on yeah. what exactly is going on and you could tell when they did super that the production quality was every, every the mix was a lot better the voices sounded more appealing to like modern day culture mm -hmm. yeah man uh, uh, it's it's not I, I know a lot of people would think that like you're in the booth with like three four five of the people but no, nah, man, it's just pretty much solo dolo, dude. You just like in there, just like bring it by yourself, man. 
It's pretty cool. So were you a fan of the Dragon Ball series before you voiced Gypso? Oh, man, I used to be, man, back when I was a young pup. I used to be a fan of uh, DBZ, but I don't know. It's just something I lost, lost, lost touch with. Um, so I couldn't really, like, I think it was cool that, like, they brought me in at this point in time when they needed, a, like, a fresh new voice um, so that I could, like, be re- re- rejuvenated, like, within the series, dude, um, so I could get back on it because I haven't seen Dragon Ball Z in a long time. <laughs> but And that's crazy, too, because, like, you watch it as a kid and now you get the voice act for it. It's kind of like, you know, Nick Cannon getting with Mariah Carey. <laughs> you know, like, this this man grew up listening to Mariah and yeah, then he would. bagged her up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a dream <laughs> That's exactly what it's like, man. It's a surreal feeling. And it's, it's like one of those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities that, like, something you should never pass on. Like, yeah, when it's there, like, you just have to take it. Like, it's... It's just a great universe to be a part of, man. The DBZ universe. I mean, it's got hella fans and everything, man. I mean, it's just awesome. It's super awesome. Oh, yeah. When you do something like a Dragon Ball Z or you voice, you know, like an iconic comic book character, like, you got a job for life. Like, you're going to be at all the cons. You're going to be (laughs) at video games. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to that, man. Um, They haven't asked me to do any cons yet, but hopefully... You know, if this character takes off, which I hope it will, or just the series, period, uh, I could maybe do some cons, man, hopefully. Well, I think the character, he will take off because, Definitely. like, he plays a prominent role in the, in the Super Series. Because he he's, a, what, like, one of the top fighters in Universe 11, right? Yes. Right, Trev? Yeah, and he was just introduced, you know? It was the, it was the last arc before they took their hiatus. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. mean, his character's just being introduced to the series. Uh, something that I was going to bring up, Chris, was I like what you were saying earlier about how they were trying to bring in fresh voice actors for the newer characters, because me and Trav was just talking about before you came on was that like you would have like one guy like Chris, let's say Chris Sabat, for example, and he would be voicing like six, seven characters, yeah, seven characters, even I mean, we're talking about main characters, Yamcha, Piccolo, Vegeta, Vegeta, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's doing prominent main characters, and now they're bringing in new people for everybody. And that's yeah. awesome. Shouts out to Chris Sabat, man. That dude has been grinding for a minute, dude. And he's made every penny, and he's worth every penny. Um, but yeah, as far as like the fresh new voices, I was excited to be asked to be a part of this uh, universe because I think that the anime world has gotten kind of um, complacent with like traditional anime voices, if you will. Um, and so to like hear something different is is a new step in a different direction, I think, and in a positive direction that everybody can like relate to. You know what I mean? Because um, I got a lot of backlash about like how Dispo was voiced, and a lot of people was making like a lot of racist jokes and stuff like that. And um, it's not easy, dude, being a voice actor. It's really not easy, especially like you have fans of that character. So it's truly a move and a step in the right direction and in, in, in a positive direction. I, this is one of the few animes. I'm a sub guy. Like I do prefer typically my anime in Japanese. I do too, yeah. Dragon Ball Super, I enjoy the dub more than the, the sub version. That's what's up, man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And, and like I said earlier, when I first heard you voice in Dipso, I was just like, man, like this dude sounds badass. Yeah. Like I <laughs> thought you, you I thought you did a, a really good job, yeah. bro. And Appreciate it. 
it's like it, it sucks that 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 happened to you like you know fans and, and i kind of feel like you know dragon ball fans in general can be oh definitely can be very picky when it comes to who's voicing characters because like trav said it's like you know there's some people who prefer the subs there's some people who prefer the dubs and you know some sometimes they just want like i said like that one voice actor to voice all of the characters on the show because that person does a phenomenal job. But right. if you're if you have that mindset, you're never gonna be able to allow growth in a series where they do add new characters. Yeah, it's it's crazy that you say that because uh, some of those DBZ fans were like savages, man. I had one dude um, hit me up in my DMs on uh, Facebook <laughs> messages. They he are. T- he told me to. Uh, he told me I was a stupid idiot for the way that I voiced Dispo uh, and that uh, I should eat a Tide Pod and go kill myself. <laughs> yeah, man. That's crazy, <laughs> Come bro. Come on, man. That's wild, dude. Is it that They're crazy, Bruder. You should see like the screenshots on Twitter yeah. from some of these people. <laughs> and that's not hilarious. just DBZ fans. That's anime fans, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. like, I mean, Pokemon fans, Magic the Gathering fans. I mean, People in the nerd community, yeah, no oh, yeah. chill, yeah. no chill at it's, all, it's, man. It's like if they don't like something, or I mean, and especially if you're a person of color, mm-hmm. it's like anime fans. It's like I don't know, I don't know what it's about about being a different race, but it's like they just they can be. I mean, like even in like movies like a uh, Star Wars. Uh-huh. Like uh, I, I can't remember what the character's name was. Do you remember what her name was, Trav? Where the fans they was going, oh. they was going in on her on Instagram. They made a Rose. Deleter- Rose. Rose was the character, but even before that, when they showed the initial Star Wars, um, like teaser when they first recame out with, uh, you know, movie the- number seven. Yeah. Right. Um, and they showed Finn, and it was a black stormtrooper. I remember getting yeah, went out- in on him. The- Outraged, they were like, "I'm ba- I'm boycotting the movie." I'm, I'm done ba- watching. I'm, I'm done watching done Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> crazy stuff, bro. That is crazy stuff. Chris, has, has anybody said that to you? I'm done with Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> well, I mean, the dude who told me to go kill myself is pretty close, man. So I guess that quantifies as it, man. But um, you know what? It just goes to show you that, like, that's the world that we live in, where people are conditioned to only see like one color. Like, that's wild, man, especially when it comes to, like, mainstream media. Like, people are, some certain people are not accustomed to, like, people of color in, like, prominent roles. That's, and I think that's, um, that's pretty bizarre that it's like that. Especially with the nerd community, because you think the nerd community would be open to, like, all things, but they're not. Oh, yeah, and like you just said, it's 2019. It's still mm-hmm. happening. It's just now it gets more heard of because of social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got a soapbox to stand on now. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a platform now. (laughs) So is this still the same company? Because we saw that you had done some other animes. And you had done one where um, this anime actually was on my list. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that he was in that. But the Astra Lost in Space. Uh, Oh, man. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I have to go record some of that tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, That anime is real hot right now. Is it? The, in Japan, you know, the Japanese version in the anime community. Yeah, like people are really high on that anime right now. So what's it about? So it's basically kind of like, man, I don't I'm generalizing, but it's like Hunger Games of Space. But like it's this government where they send these kids like to space camp and uh, they have to survive on their own. But it turns out that the government really sent them out there to like be murdered. 
So it's a real intense anime, and these kids are trying to get back home, man. But they're like five billion trillion light years away. It's crazy. This is wild, but it's a good intense anime. <laughs> and I, I know that the the character that you play from the scenes that I had seen, I haven't seen obviously anything with you voicing the character. Okay. But I know this dude Ogre. This yeah. dude is savage. Yeah, Ogre is a savage man. Hopefully, my dub is consistent and in line you know with the, everybody's expectations but um no ogre is a dark guy he's very brooding and um he's a loner and you know he tells it how it is he has zero f's to give like that's who ogre is and i really enjoy playing it man it's a fun character to play yeah i saw um and i of course i don't know what episode you'll be recording tomorrow but episode five had come out uh -huh. and i know he had a crazy scene man i don't want to spoil it for anybody but well, if you can go and see the reaction videos of youtube of this scene well he i've only gotten like to like maybe episodes two or three man so i haven't really seen his arc or like his journey yet because they don't give us that in advance but um if that's no spoiler for me either because I'm I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, You're dubbing know. it as it's coming out though. Yeah. I know, I'm not sure if you knew that. Yeah, so so I'm I'm excited then. That's that's good news because I can't wait. Man, I'm like, I really can't wait. Is, that's good is news. this a funny Funimation is dubbing this? Funimation is dubbing it. Yeah. That's yeah, Funimation has really moved in the direction where like a week later they're dubbing the Japanese version and putting it out on their platform. Wow. Which um, because they was doing it for uh, My Hero Academia, right? Well, they did it for Attack on Titan. They did it for mm. My Hero Academia. They're doing it for the, they do it for a lot of anime, especially when they sign the deal with Crunchyroll to mm. share. You know the what is it the simulcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. they would do the dubs, and Crunchyroll would show the dubs. And yeah, like but like you were saying, you know when Funimation was really looking to like beef up what they're doing they are really putting a lot of resources in uh giving the um american audience prime content real quick instead of having to wait a year or two for it to be dubbed like we always had to have i think that's excellent i think you know when you have consumers you should give them what they need when they need exactly it. you know what i mean they shouldn't have to wait a year or two i, I don't want to have to wait a year or two for one punch man dub to come out dude i love that show like <laughs> I want to hear the dub. Like, if I want to hear the dub, I need to hear the dub. Like, this is bottom line, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I and I agree with you on that because it's not the '90s anymore where we had to wait five years before we got an anime dubbed. Right. It's like now because it's it, everything is you know shared through the internet and you can get stuff out faster. We mm. should be able to get everything immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we live in a faster society. Just a faster world now. Technology has changed the game forever. Um, so if they can get the dub out a week after the original anime, more power to it. I'm all for it. Um, and you could correct me if I'm wrong on this, but um, is Batman vs Superman kind of like the biggest onset thing you've done? <laughs> Batman vs Superman. Uh, let's see. It is the biggest. Yes. That is the biggest now. Thing. How is that when you show up and realistically you're only like in the movie for X amount of minutes? You know how how's your involvement in the production for the day? Are the stars there? What's going on with all that, dude? Like, I'm telling you, man, this life is like really, really good, and it's crazy. So 
we shot that whole sequence. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but the sequence that I'm in is only on the director's cut, right? Because the theatrical yeah. version is, yeah. <clears throat> so that sequence was shot in Deming, New Mexico, where it's like absolutely nothing out there. And so they put us up in a, a hotel room, and in the mornings I would do um, language training because I was speaking Arabic. And so we would do that, and then we would go to set. And on set, man, I mean, everybody just treats you so kind. And it's a humbling experience, man. It's like you're just thankful to be an actor. You know what I mean? You, you, you wouldn't get that type of treatment anywhere else in the world, I don't think, unless you're from high society. It's just really cool to be a part of. But I did get to see some stars. I get to see uh, how Henry Cavill eats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this guy man is like a beefcake and he goes like in the morning like he gets up and um he's going to like the breakfast line and uh he has his personal trainer and then they're just like uh no you can't eat that you can't eat that you can't eat that you know what i mean it's just like it, i don't know i just wish i had somebody like no chris you can't eat that don't be an idiot don't eat that you know what i mean yeah. bro for <laughs> real man <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, look hey i'm going i'm going to the gym like after we finished recording this, and when I got over here, like Trav tried to offer me some food, I'm just like, nah, man. Yeah, it's like, man. I'm not trying to eat that because I'm going See, to work out after I finish doing this. You have to do that. This. But Henry had that little angel on his shoulder saying, like, hey, bro, like, no, stay clear, steer clear. Like, yeah, so it was just cool, man, to see it happening in real time. And Zach now, Snyder was like, he's, he's awesome, man. Like, I got to talk to him, like, in person, face to face. Like giving me direction and stuff like that. So that, that was just a cool experience, man. Yeah. Something I'll never forget. Now, how many, how many days were you out there? Uh, I was out there for at least about a week, I would believe. Yeah, a week. But that one scene, man, took us like a few days to shoot. And that's crazy because, it, it, A, like you said, it's not even in a theatrical version. Mm -hmm. And B, it's on the whole, the total scene is maybe. A minute and a half, yeah, two like minutes. Yeah, 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 man. And yeah. you know, a week went in, a week's worth of work went into that minute and a half. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Film, it put things in perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's so bizarre because I think that budget was like close to what, like three hundred million or something like that. It's it's definitely up there. Yeah, something high. Yes. So it's still, regardless of what anybody thinks. They don't have a lot of time on film sets or even TV sets to get stuff done. Like there is still like a crunch and you have to be on your game, on your toes, and you have to be present and active at all times, you know, while enjoying like craft services, talking amongst um, the cast and the crew. Like those are the things that come with that whole process, which makes it like a great, great experience. <laughs> so a question that I have for you is like how... How does one make the transition from, you know, doing acting to voice acting? Um, like, is this is it still like very similar to just doing acting, but you're not in front of a camera? Yeah, it's pretty much acting with your voice. Um, I don't know, man. It's just something that I kind of just fell into. Um, now, granted, I still. I'm an actor. I still want to do film and TV. It's just that voice acting is like where I'm at right now. You know, that's just what I'm doing. And so having an agent 
is a big plus and that's a big help um, because Funimation, we have a studio here in Texas, uh, Flower Mound to be exact. And um, I have an agent who has good ties with Funimation Studios. And I know a young lady by the name of Caitlin Glass, who's a director for Astra, the English dub version. Shout out to Caitlin. Um, she calls me in for like stuff to audition for. And so having her as a plug and having an agent is like kind of how I fell into like this voice acting stuff. That's cool. That's cool. So I, are there any other animes besides the um, two that we named that you're hoping to do some voiceover work on? Because I know like right now, like My Hero Academia is very popular and Attack on Titan. Um, Attack on Titan, man. I started uh, watching the first episode of that one the other day. Uh, that would be one. Um, if they was to bring back Grappler Baki, that would be another one. Uh, what else? This is not like an anime in a, in a traditional sense, but like Castlevania. I don't know if y'all have seen that one. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've seen it's that. Really good. <laughs> Bro, like, that's top notch. Like, I love that show, man. Um, what else? Oh, One Punch Man, too. Yeah. Those are like my favorites, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, st- I still need to finish one, one Punch Man. I had a. I think I'm only like three episodes in. Like the season one or two? Se- season one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I remember, I think the uh the last episode that I had watched was the one where he was fight like he was fighting all the bald guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you like just getting started then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have no answer for that guy, dude. And I like yeah. this character. They have no answer for him, man. He's like a mystery. He's like a mystery superhero, dude. Like it's I just love his character, man. Everything well, about the crazy him. thing. The crazy, it really started off as like a, a joke. Yeah. And then it really evolved into this thing. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like man. Deadpool, kind of. You think about it. You say it's kind of yeah. like one of them? Like Deadpool. Like, oh, yeah. Know. Yeah. Who's one of my favorites now? Like, if they never had made a Deadpool movie, I wouldn't even consider Deadpool as like, you know, part of the Marvel Universe, even though he is technically. But like, still, this movie like solidified like his place in like the Marvel universe for me, because he's the way Ryan Reynolds like plays him is just like spot on, bro. Like it's just so yeah. likable, and I really enjoy it. Oh, 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 yeah, they can thank him for making that character relevant <laughs> in pop culture for yeah. sure. Yeah, man, absolutely. And then, and you know, he had he had to give it a second take, especially after the X Men Origins Wolverine movie, because. That wasn't my. That wasn't the Deadpool who that I knew. Deadpool. That wasn't my Deadpool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Not my Deadpool, man. I think it took him several years to make that movie, man. Um, he pitched that to I think Fox at the time, and like they shut it down or something. I don't know how. It's a crazy story behind it, but like, yeah, it took him a while to get that movie made. Like, I, I think that's I remember, like his Hamlet. You know what I mean? That's like his yeah. dream role. It's crazy. I, if I remember correctly, I think like he had leaked like some footage or something, and you know because of the world that we live in, once something gets leaked, people just share it everywhere. Oh, and then yeah. Fox, Fox went ahead and was just like, "Let's do this." Yeah. So, so you grew up in Texas, right? Yep, born and raised, man. Okay. Um. Well, I want to change it up a little bit because you know my background a little bit. I do. Um. I'm a mix engineer. Okay. And I. I do a lot of hip hop stuff. Oh. So I, I didn't know if uh, maybe you had some Houston artists that were on your list. Man, come on, man! Like, 
So I, <laughs> I, I didn't know Come if we on, could talk man. about, you know, like some UGK or Bro, rest in, like, peace, listen, rest in peace Pimp C, you know? Listen, you want to talk Texas, man. We talking about Zero, Slim Thug, Paul Wall, Chameleon there. Uh, DJ Screw. Uh, come on, man. The list is but, long but distinguished. You hear me? Like it's bro, just... the whole swagger just changed right yeah. now. I, I just brought it out. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was just like, now we're going up my alley. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, no, nah, I'm from Texas, man, and that's what we live by down here, man. It's just that Texas swag. You know what I mean? This is yeah, fam. You want to talk Houston music? Let's do it. Scarface, come on, Devin the Dude, everybody. Oh yeah, especially Devin the Dude. Underrated. <laughs> Yes, sir. Super underrated. Yeah. I, mean, I was about to say, I, Banks knows I can talk. Yeah. Rap, I can talk top rappers all yeah, day. Yeah, trap and go up. Yeah. I just, uh, and I'm going to bring this up, but I don't know if you saw, I'm sure you know who Crooked Eye is. Oh, Crooked Eye, he, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he posts, somebody posted like a top 50 list. And I like, saw that. Like list. Crooked Eye posted it. And like, it's a clown list pretty much. Like, he got it right with Jay at number one. Cause that's my all time. That's the all time goat to me is Jay. Okay, okay. And but it starts like number three is Joe Budden, and it just goes <laughs> down. It just goes downhill from there. Joe Budden, that's hilarious. That's funny, man. Um, what was Biggie at? I think Biggie was number eight. Biggie I, was I, eight. I, yeah, yeah like eight or nine, bro. That's not even the the worst of it. This dude had Pac at like sixteen. Yeah, Pac at sixteen. Yeah. No, man, those guys are always top five, dude. I mean, that's like that's the standard. That's like a template. That's the standard. Like, when, yeah. Exactly. When, when you make a list of like the top rappers, that's a template. Like you go uh, either Nas, Big, J, or Pac. Like they, you can fluctuate those two, but like, I mean, you have to include them in the top five, man. No question, bro. Like, well, who, who's, who's making top these five? lists? Well, I yeah. I don't know who's making this list, but this man had Busta Rhymes at forty nine. <laughs> That's crazy. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, the list is nuts, man. Yeah, uh, Chris, who who's your who's in your top five? My top five right now. Oh yeah, man, yeah, just do top five right now, man. Yeah, my top five right now. Okay, Kendrick. Um, who else do? Oh, um, Andre Three Stacks. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. This, this dude had Andre 3017. No. Bro, you ain't tripping, man. No, come on, man. Y'all are hurting me. Y'all are hurting me. I know. This list, this this list doing, was just a clown <laughs> list. Is, what what number up. is Method Man? What number is Is who? he even on the list? Well, I was going to let him finish his top, okay. top first. So I got Kendrick, Andre Three Stacks, um, Jay-Z. Who else can I put in there that I just really like? like, like. Hold on, man. Give me a second. Hold on. This is going to take a minute. It's cool. Is is uh, what about J Cole? I like J Cole. Yeah, I like I like the stuff that he's doing now with Dreamville. Um, yeah, and I think JID is like his standout artist on that record label, man. Oh yeah, I was about to say the things he's doing with that kid is yeah. really dope. You know, somebody who I really enjoyed was uh was Big Sean, and then, Big you know, Sean? he kind of yeah Big Sean yeah okay, and he kind of took a break because he was going through some uh you know ment- mental illness and whatnot, but he's back now. True. Uh, That's true, man. I can't wait to. I like Big Sean too, dude. Uh, Big Sean is great. Now let me hold on, man. I'm trying to think, bro, because he brought up Texas rappers earlier, and like that's where my mind like immediately went to. But I like uh, cats like Gold Link, um, Childish Major is cool, The Baby is cool, Um, Charles Hamilton. I like Charles Hamilton, Big Crit. 
Oh, Big Crit's new album is easily top top two, three this this year. I think so, man. He has a complete- that first track. When I heard the first track, I put it, I put it on like three, four, five times. Yeah, I couldn't even get past the first track. It was so dope. He really found his lane after he left Death Jam, and I think that was the best thing that happened to his career because he became his own artist. And I don't think he felt trapped like under the label when um, he left Death Jam. So, yeah, Chris is really doing great things with his work. Um, so I had a I had a question going back to like uh, the comic book movies and stuff because you were in Batman. I was about to say Batman versus Spider-Man. <laughs> Batman <laughs> versus Superman. Um, there's a bunch of new comic book movies that's, that are coming out that were announced. Um, if you could be in any new comic book movie that's coming out going forward, like what would you like to be in? Blade. Uh, bro, bro, I was just about to say that. I was just like, yo, this dude, Chris, I think he would be sweet and Blade, man. I'm glad you said that, bro. Blade, straight up, hands down. People used to tell me I look like Winston Snipes growing up, so yeah, definitely Blade. <laughs> If I could play I, like his nephew or something, I don't yeah. see the Wesley, bro. You got, you got to get the shade. You got to get the shades a little darker, bro. If, if you're trying to, if you're trying to get on oh, Wesley man, level, talking, so, so Charlie Murphy, <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Murphy. Yeah. I, you know what's crazy, man? It, the fact that Wesley Snipes had to come out and like tell everybody to leave. Um, the guy they got doing the new blade alone uh, is just insane to me. Yeah, Mar- yeah. It's just crazy that this dude has to like tell people to chill, like give a blessing. It's crazy. It's because of social media, man. That that soapbox. So like, what's the, I what's think the he's a phenomenal him? actor, and I think he'll do the role justice. Like yeah. he's he did he did <clears throat> excuse me he did really well as Cottonmouth in the Luke Cage series. Yeah, which true. which I'm I'm highly disappointed it got canceled because I was I was waiting to see season three, man. Right on. Yeah, um, I was too. Uh, he did really Uh-oh. well in Moonlight, and uh, and I don't yep. know if you saw I don't know if you saw the Alita movie, but he did a really good job in that movie too. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, but no, he's a tremendous actor. I don't know why people have gripes about anything, you know, when it comes to like um, movies. Yeah, that, picture I think the guy it. who's gonna play Wolverine. What he is gonna have to yeah. go through? Oh, who is that? Do do y'all know? They haven't, they, they, they haven't found whenever anybody they, yet. Whenever they reboot it, I feel I feel sorry for whoever gets casted as as Logan. Man. That's all I know. Yeah. Because he's going to get hammered online. Yes, but bro, people, bro. people need to understand that times change. Like, you already know, like, 40 years from now, they're going to probably reboot the Marvel franchise, and then there's going to be a new Tony Stark. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just people don't, they don't, I know y'all saw Endgame. Oh, yeah. Of course, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now hold on before we, before we talk about Endgame for the people who have not seen it spoilers man everybody has seen it who listens to this podcast I, I don't I'm think everybody you right has. Now. oh snap okay yeah <laughs> well that happened um, I hope I didn't spoil enough for nobody <laughs> if if uh, they did look they'll go online if they and did they shouldn't listen it. to this podcast because we made spoilers a long time ago <laughs> that's what's up dude but man as far as some of the other things you had done because um. We were watching some clips and um the uh the military well the the army movie that you had done mm-hmm. or the show, not the movie, I'm sorry, the show. Uh that was called The Long Road Home. Um and that was that was shot in Colleen, Texas on a real army base. And it was about soldiers um uh, being stranded and pinned down in Afghanistan and um how they fought they were out of a terrible situation. 
and I played uh, Sergeant Reginald Butler, um, who was good friends with a young comrade of mine by the name of uh, Kaysen. And um, yeah, man, that was another cool experience. Uh, did y'all did y'all see the whole series, or did you just see the clips? Yeah, no, we just saw the yeah, cl- we, just we saw, saw the, the clips, clips on your yeah. page. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, no, nah, I think you know that was one of the ones that I probably had to do like a little bit of research for. Uh, because I was actually playing a real person. Uh, nice. So, yeah, I reached out to him and uh, talk, he lives in Hawaii now. But like I talked to everybody who was like around him during the time. And they was just like, oh, he was just this. He was just like almost like a godlike figure, you know, within the company. And he was like this ultimate, ultimate soldier. Now, me, I don't stand anywhere above six feet tall, bro. So like I was just like, well, how am I going to play this guy? You know what I mean? Um, but he was just like, hey, man, just do the best that you can. And he pretty much gave me the reins to like take it how I wanted to take it. Well, look, man, if Tom Cruise can play Jack Reacher, <laughs> yeah. who Jack Reacher is supposed to be like 6'4", yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I, I think they could work that magic on you, bro. Is is Jack Reacher supposed to be six four? Is it? Yeah, just that like- was the that was the big thing about Tom Cruise taking the the role was Jack Reacher's supposed to be a real. That's why they got Jim from the Office. Jim from the Office is actually like a he's like six three. Yeah. He's a big guy, oh, and uh, that was the big thing about Tom, about Tom Cruise doing the role was Jack Reacher's like this big buff dude. Yeah, and yeah. Tom Cruise is not that. Wow, kind of like when Topher Grace was. Vet Eddie Brock in Spider-Man 3? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, one movie I wanted to bring up in particular, and I don't know if, um, because me and Banks didn't talk about this, I don't know if he had seen it, but this movie that's coming out, is it on the USA Network? I could be wrong, but the Stacy has a thing for black guys. Bro, I was just about to ask him about that. Uh, No, that's just, that's a film that's being shopped around right now. Um, Oh, okay. it, it, It was a play that we did here in uh, Texas. Um, and now we turned it into a movie and now it's being shopped around uh, at festivals and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I read the uh, synopsis. Is that how you say that? I Synop- see that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it? Yeah, synopsis. <laughs> yeah. And I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It sounded good. <laughs> it sounded real good. It's a good script, man. Um, you got to check it out. I don't know if I could get a copy to you um, because I don't know. The director is still like doing sound and they're still workshopping and stuff like that. But um, yeah, man, that's it's, Did, it. Do you tough. know if he's going to be doing what is what is that called? It's not like a GoFundMe, but um, it's not GoFundMe. It's a Kickstarter. The Kickstarter, Kickstarter, Kickstarter stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't know uh, if he was going to do something like that, you know, try and get some people behind it. Well, they already have. Um, oh, okay. And he submitted it to like a lot of festivals, but I don't know. He told me it was no hits on it yet. Um, so we'll see, man. I don't know. They still have to trim some fat off the film, too, because I think it's a little bit too long. And they know it's a little bit too long, too, and some stuff could be cut. But um, yeah, it's still a work in progress, man. So I see the uh, character that you play in the film. Uh, Mandingo. Uh huh. All right. So, can you tell us a little bit about your character without spoiling it for everybody? Okay. Yeah. So, character's name is Mandingo, and he goes. Uh, he answers this ad, um, and like a, and like a, um, 
let's say a one ad or like a, uh, a classified ad. Or yeah, the classified, classified ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he answers okay. that, and he goes to this couple's house, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he gets himself in this situation with this married couple that turns sideways really, really quickly throughout the course of the evening, man. And that's pretty much all I can give you. If I give you anything more than that, it'll be just like, oh, what word? Really? Yeah. So. Okay. So. But one could assume that she has a thing for, for black men. That's what, that's, that's what one could assume. But it turns out, <laughs> but it turns out, um, you know, that may not be the case. I'll put it okay. like that. Okay, yeah, because I just read the summary for the movie, and what it just say? says it. It just says a white couple and a black man sit down in the house. <laughs> so, so pretty, so pretty much like you're one of the main characters in this movie. Yeah, it's only us three, man. It's a three hander. Yeah, yeah bro, that's awesome. Yeah, it's only uh three people, man, and I'm part of the action. You know, it's crazy, man. It's a crazy film. Now, um, I saw that you did an episode of Queen of the South. I did. Yeah, I was a dog and, walker. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, if you wanna. Do you have any like set stories from that show, or because it's 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 a really hot show? It is a hot show. Now that show, I was just a day player on, which is when you come in for a day and like shoot the scene, and then they tell you to like move around. Um, so I just showed up that morning, and um, they got me in hair and makeup, and it was pretty much like, "Hey, can you just bring your own clothes?" I was just like, "Sure." So I did that, and it was like, "Okay, so you're gonna walk this dog." Um, and it was like, I don't know, it was like a little miniature dog. I forgot what kind of dog it was. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't a dog that I would ever walk in my life, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. And, um, you know, I shot the scene and things went well. I mean, it was, it, and it was here in Dallas. So, you know, it was just a cool, cool experience, man. Uh, the lady, I forgot the lady's name. Who's like the lead drug dealer. What's her name? I, uh, I think it's like Al, Alice Braga. Yeah. That's her name. But, but yeah, yeah, I know this is like one of USA's hottest shows, though. Oh, really? Well, I got yeah, in on season one, and I'm pretty sure they won't have me back, man, because I've already done season one. So, um, well, once you make an appearance on a show like that, it's just like, okay, you're done. Like, all right. yeah, that's crazy, man. Because I know, like, you know, a lot of popular shows back in the day, it's like they would bring they would bring characters back. I mean, not characters, but they would bring actors back to be a different character on the show uh yeah uh well not me not me so i so i had a question because uh travis was telling me that you were on american crime uh-huh. and he was telling me that th- that this was like a huge show back when it first started on abc so how was it being on that show because i see that, that you were on three episodes i was on three episodes yeah um that show was very, very, very personal. I would say, uh, especially getting to work with uh, Regina King and um, the other co-star Cedric West, uh, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, that was that was a heavy show to do, man. Um, that was probably like the most personal process out of all the processes I've had to do. You know, besides the big budget stuff. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of heavy. But I, I was telling him, you know, this show was kind of like, um, it's kind of like, a, you ever seen Friday Night Lights, the TV yeah. show, not the movie? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of like that a little bit because Friday Night Lights revolves around, you know, you know, a lot of more of the porn income neighborhoods in the black community and some of the yeah. things those yeah. kids got to go through. But this is like things that people of different color and religions have to go through with dealing with like the judicial system. Mm. Judicial system, being black, um, having a different belief than everybody else. Um, just all types of stereotypes and bias and then taking it and then amplified it on a political level. Uh, th- the show raised a lot of issues. It was very heavily um, issue based show, especially when it came to racism. And um, it, it asked a lot of questions, you know, what it means to be black. Um, how good is the judicial system now? Um, is it fair? Has it always been fair? <coughs> um, yeah, no, nah, it was just a real a tough show. It was a tough show, but in a good way. It should have lasted longer than what it lasted. Well, you know, the shows like that usually don't last long. You know, no. a show when they're a real. show talking about real issues, <laughs> yeah, really, you know, yeah, really yeah. don't don't get, you know, the long run that they deserve. So what was it like working with Virginia Regina King? Oh, it was fun, man. She was really, really, really nice, dude. She's like a sweet person. Uh I don't know. I just never felt intimidated or threatened or like put off by her energy you know what i mean it was always just cool serene and she liked to talk you know what i mean she liked to talk to everybody so that was uh really really pleasing because i was nervous as heck man being on that set i didn't know what i was doing uh so her like opening up and talking and just like being really really cool that like put me at ease a little bit yeah you know especially in you know the the nerd community i mean she's an iconic black figure yeah. in the oh, yeah. community for, you know, the boondocks and the different things that oh, she's of course. done. I mean, even outside of that, I mean, when you and boys in the hood, you know, yeah, now she's paid her dues for sure. And she's about to be in the Watchmen, man, on HBO. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, I, and he knows it. I'm so Bro, hyped that's all for he's this been talking show. About is Watchmen, man. Looks so good. Yeah. And she got a main role in it. And mm-hmm. and now what and now what they're saying that uh the Boondocks is getting the fifth season now. What you know we're gonna be getting Huey and Riley back soon. Oh yes. Okay. And they got so many issues to talk about once that series comes back, man. I can't wait, man. Is Aaron still gonna be a part of it? I I, 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 I believe I the think whole, they, they're bringing everybody. The back. whole cast is coming back. I just hope, and I don't know how other people their opinion is, but. I just was not a fan of the last season. Season four, yeah. Because so, he, he wasn't a part, Aaron wasn't a part of I, season four. I just really hope that, you know, yeah. this goes back to my boondocks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, for real. Just in your face, like unapologetic boondocks. I like that boondocks a lot better. I know, but picture but Chris, the R. Kelly stuff they're going to do now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're going to be like, we told y'all. We told y'all about R. Kelly, and y'all still support him. Exactly. Somebody should have told him to get that man some help, dude. You know, for real. Because <laughs> I kill him, hung himself big time. Like Chris, man, I think it would be real awesome if you could get on the Boondocks, man. If I could get on the Boondocks, yeah, that would be a dream come true too. Uh, we'll see. I don't know who I need to reach out to, but like, yeah, that'll be super, super dope. <laughs> Look, man, it, Benjamin Banks can make it happen. He'll give you the hook He'll give you the hook man. What? Look, yeah, he'll, on, he'll get back to you. All I look. Trav knows me, man. I be sliding in everybody's DMs, bro. <laughs> it's like some sometimes people respond. Like, look, Chris, you responded. Like I yeah. said, 
sometimes people will respond sometimes they won't but you never know unless you ask that's all you can do is just ask it's either gonna be yes or no exactly man and that's a good attitude to have and at first i was a little skeptical about because when i get dms from uh instagram i'm just like man who is this now you know what i'm saying <laughs> who is this now <laughs> look bro, now, bro. He's That's still a, waiting on Rashida Jones to DM him back. Bro. See, Rashida <laughs> Jones. He's gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> and so, like when I, so I had to go and do a little research to see if it was a legit thing before I like responded. And like once I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah. So let's go and let's do it. These guys are legit. And I listened to some oh. of the other podcasts that y'all had, man, which is super. Thank dope. you. So yeah, man, it's it's good stuff. Good stuff, y'all. Thank you, bro. Bro, we got the stamp of approval. Yeah, we got the stamp of approval, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, because like, bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you, man. Like. When you said that you wanted to come on, I told Trav, I was just like, bro, like, I'm nervous, man. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, this is like the first, like, you know, we've had a lot of cool guests on the podcast, but it's like, you're like the first star star that we've had on the podcast, bro. Star? I, Yo, I, I don't star, think you know how bro. much this dude loves your voice as this <laughs> I don't want to put him on blast like but. bro like when I when I was watching Super I was just like oh snap I was like that dude's black I was like this foe is black man because bro I'm gonna be real with you man like growing up watching anime it's like you could you could listen to people do the voices and whatnot, and you would know if they was either black or they was white. Of course, and it wasn't really a lot of black voice actors in anime back then. And if they were, like they were very small roles. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, so but doing that, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because that was a one, that was one of the things that I wanted to focus on going into the booth was like making this relatable for everybody. Um, who can relate to it and just like for everybody who wants to see progress within the anime world you know what i mean um because we need these types of voices to like start populating the anime universe man to make it more authentic and relatable i think and, and you'll get more fans that way you know if you just start bringing everybody on who has distinct voices and very you know black voices you know what i mean exactly <laughs> yeah so what's some advice that you would give to somebody who's listening to this episode that would like to pursue a career in either acting or voice acting? Um, do not ever, ever doubt yourself. This career is based on, um, tenacity and, um, endurance and that's mental endurance and, uh, emotional endurance. And, um, you're going to be told no like a thousand times. But the minute you give up on yourself is the minute you like kick yourself out the game and you fail. And if you want to do this like full time, if you want to pursue this, then um, you have to trust yourself and just like keep pushing on. Let's stay hungry. I always stay hungry and I always get better in your craft. And, that, and that's words of wisdom from Christopher. John Trail. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have, yeah, you have another question that you want to ask her? Yeah, uh, be- before we let you go, because I know we've already kept you a good 45 minutes or so. Um, That's all good, man. What, what is like some of the things you're looking, what's next for you as far as what you look to achieve? What's next for me is to hopefully continue to do um, voice work within the anime world and to get better at my craft as far as like the film and TV world. Um, I would like someday to like be consistent, um, and like a television drama or like a, uh, even a pilot, man, 
uh, just to have a recurring role on a show, you know, just so, I don't know, just to have a, like a full-time body of work that I'm always constantly doing something, just to always be constantly working. Sometimes there's a lot of downtime uh, in between shoots or voice work or like even doing theater and stuff like that. Um, but to be working consistently is like a big goal of mine. It's just like to have project after project after project. I, I agree with you on that, man, because I'm a professional wrestler and it, it's the same thing. It's like sometimes it's a lot of downtime. But, you know, I like what you said earlier about just staying hungry and staying mm-hmm. consistent. And it's like as long as you keep that mentality and you have that attitude, then the only direction to go is up. Yeah. So it's like, like I said earlier, man, I think that you do a really good job at voice acting, man. And I really hope that you make it. I mean, not make it because you've, I, I'll say you've already made it, but I hope that you reach your goals that you've set for yourself. Oh, and with the that. attitude that you have, I, I know that you'll be able to do it, bro. Hey man, thank you, man. And <clears throat> what I would like to add too, uh, as far as advice to everybody who wants to do this is that, or anything is that don't let the thing consume you uh, to where you start to build up an ego behind like you. When people start to tell you you're so good and this, you start to believe in your own BS a little bit. And um, yeah. what this game can do is like humble you any anywhere. Like you get into like a thing, it can humble you. Like if you're not careful. Um, so just always stay humble, man, and be grateful for like the opportunities that you get. And uh, yeah, man, just count your blessings, bro. Thank you, Chris, man. We appreciate you coming up here, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank y'all for having me, man. For real, this has been great. This is like my first podcast. I'm super excited. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hopefully I could be back on like when when Astra comes out or something. Y'all holler at me, man. I'm here. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, we'd love to have you back on. Oh, yeah. But before we let let you go, though, please let everybody in social media land know where they can find Mr. Chris Dontrell Piper at. You can find me at Chris Dontrell. That's my IG handle. And uh, on Facebook, it's Christopher Dontrell Piper. Get at me. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah. bro. All right, man. We we'll appreciate you, up you guys. Here, man. Yeah, much love to y'all, man. You have a good one, bro. All right, man. Bro, Mr. Chris Dontrell Piper, bro. Christopher. Christopher. Dontrell. Pipe. Pipe. Thanks for correcting me, man. That's right. Hey, he was cool, bro. I'm glad that he came on. Yeah, man, that was really we learned, cool. We learned a lot about him because, bro, all we knew was his work on Dragon Ball Super. And we learned... Originally. Yeah, originally. We learned a lot about him, man. Yep. Very cool, very talented guy. I'm going to definitely go and check out some of his past works that he's done. Because... Like well, he said, we, we the, saw the demo reel. We saw the demo reel, had, like, and you could at, tell like yeah, he's a really good. He's actor. a good actor. Yeah. So now, not like we're not blowing smoke up his up his keister. You I was, know what I, I mean? was about to say, booty, booty. <laughs> now we don't talk about booty with booty when R. Kelly around in that oh, closet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that the closet is door booty. is closed right now. Bro. I had to. Hey, speaking uh, of R. Kelly, right? <laughs> I was listening to the radio earlier before I came over here, and the girl on the radio, she was talking about the R. Kelly stuff, and you know, because of the trial that's going on right now. And she was like, "When we come back, we'll have some music playing for you guys, but not R. Kelly, though. Not we'll R. Kelly. <laughs> and nor, no, no radio. If you're a radio station, and you're playing R. Kelly, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm sure that there's still radio stations. Oh, out definitely. There them. But they should be ashamed. Though. Yeah. But yeah, man, you know. He did a phenomenal job in Super. That's probably one of my that's probably one of my favorite new characters that's got introduced into the Dragon Ball universe. Yeah, cuz I've been saying I really want to see Astra because 
if you go online, like Astra Lost in Space is one of like the the hot animes right now. Yeah, that's, that's being I talked about. Check out, bro. So, and I mean, he plays a prominent character in that. I think he's a great voice actor. Yeah. So anything that he's in, I'm gonna want to check out because it's believable. Yeah. It's hard to find a lot of English dub voice actors, and it it doesn't sound. It's hard in the anime community. It, it's not like Disney. Know, I, I, where, I put it to you like this. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's kind of like Batman the animated series. Like when the characters are voicing the characters on screen, it's believable. Yeah, exactly. And again, like when X-Men? I saw when I saw him as Dispo, I was just like, yo, like. Well, and and this I, is good, and I love what he was saying earlier about how, you know, you bringing in these new voice actors and actresses. They need to. So that way that you yeah, can... get some fresh, fresh faces yeah, in Yeah, exactly, bro. No, I agree. And again, you, like he was just saying Funimation's really putting some stock into the production, and you could tell, you know, because originally when they come out, they only had a couple voice actors, and... These guys don't have any credits to their name, you know? And unfortunately, in the anime world, the voice acting isn't top-notch like it is in Disney movies and DreamWorks and stuff like that. You're getting, like, cream-of-the-crop voice actors slash actors, but in the anime world, it's slim pickings. Yeah. And the fact that now they're trying to go out, spend a little bit more, get people, and make these English dubs really, really good. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to what he does in the future, man. So... I hope that I hope that we get to see him on the boondocks. I think he would do phenomenal up there, bro. I think he does phenomenal on anything that um, I know, but I'm just saying, like, to be on the boondocks. I mean, cause you gotta think about it, bro. Like with us, imagine if we were on Dragon Ball Super or if we were on the boondocks. Yeah, but like, we're not those, voice actors. I know, though. but I'm just I'm just saying, like, those are like hot shows. Like those are shows like you were saying earlier in the episode. And the, they're big in the nerd community. Yeah, you know? when you get when you become a prominent role in some of these shows, you're gonna live forever. Exactly, because it's like, bro, we still talk about the Boondocks to this day. Mm-hmm. We still talk about Chappelle show. Exactly. To this day. To this day. To the day. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Let's tell everybody in social media land where they can find you at Travi Boy. You already know Instagram DK Audio. Give me a holler. Give me a follow. Come watch the stories. I'll watch yours. Let's hang out. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at KingBenji underscore Banks. And don't forget to search Facebook for Benjamin Banks. Because I might add you. I might not. But if you're really nice and you send me a cookie, I might add you. And make sure that you follow all of our accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Leveling Up Banks. And also, give us money on Patreon. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say give us, but they look, we got bills to pay. All right. Like I said before, I keep, this te- a, this a, I keep telling this y'all. It's a high this. cost production podcast. I keep telling here. y'all, Travis <laughs> Travis got kids, man. I'm sh- and it's like. St- you see him in the corner right now. They starving. Yeah. They skinny. And and Travis got to buy a new lock for the closet door because it's okay. like for some odd reason, R. Kelly keep getting out. So. I'll and, put a lock on my door. And so I'm wrapping this up. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us on another new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and we'll see you next week.